Yo, what's going on? It's your girl, Prodigy the Brand, and you listen to a brand new episode of What's Happening. And as we always know, something always happening. So let's get into it. Y'all, it is episode three, and God dang it, so much has happened since the last time we talked. First of all, shout out to all the ladies, um, all those that identify as women. Happy Women's Month. It is March. It is time for us to turn up, play all your girl power songs. Who run the world, girls? Who run the world, girls? Yes, it is our month. Ladies, make sure you make your bae, your boo, take you out for dinner, or give you a little bit more FaceTime, <laughs> if you know what I mean. All right? Um, outside of that, man, I'm going to go very, very, very deep into some things and shorter than anything, some other things. First thing we're going to talk about, we're going to do some sports, we're going to talk about some movies, we're going to talk about some politics, and then we're also going to talk about some of the things that we definitely need to be looking out for um, as a people, as a culture, as a nation. Um, and So first, let's start off light, man. Legacy or demise, man. Serena Williams and Naomi Osaka. Now, granted, this game, the Australia Open, 2021 Australia Open, was maybe about a month ago, right? February 17th is when it happened. It feels like a month ago. Big conversation surrounding Serena Williams, right? Um, Naomi Osaka is absolutely immaculate. She has not lost a game in over two years, uh, has not lost a match in over two years, which is absolutely crazy. As we know, Naomi Osaka is dating YBN Corday, as if that really matters. Just wanted to say, I love black love, and they are really, really cute. But anyway, back to Naomi and Serena. The big conversation is, is it time for Serena to hang up the racket? I have absolutely no idea. I am not a tennis connoisseur. Um, I've grew up, as we all did, watching Serena and Venus. And in my in my personal belief, you know, everybody has a season. Everybody's had its time. The sun sets on all the grace, okay? And so I think that, um, personally, I don't know if Serena should continue going. Um, because at the end of the day, if you keep um, getting your ass whooped by Naomi, and if you watch the matches, she's getting her ass whooped in them joints. Um, you know, this might just be that time to kind of go out and bow out with Grace. And I think we're definitely in that middle place. Um, you really want Serena to win another title. You want her to have that, you know, just as like, what? We want you to win. Um, but you're also very, very proud of Naomi and all the good things that she's doing. So you want her to be encouraged and to do the right thing and to keep succeeding um, and continue to try to be the best. And so um, it's kind of like when you have two black families on Family Feud, you know what I'm saying? Like, who do you root for? Truly. Like, you just, you just gotta, you just gotta, you know, flip a coin, heads and tails, man. So Naomi and Serena, legacy or demise, I have absolutely no idea. What I do know is that Serena can't do shit with Osaka. <laughs> he can't do nothing with that girl. As in shape as she was on February 17th, Naomi was a little rattled. And then she whipped her ass, man. So we're going to, we, 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 hey, Serena is great. She's a legend. It is what it is. But it might be time to, you know, start your own tennis company. You know what I'm saying? I'm a firm believer. I love Money Mayweather, man. Money Mayweather has TMT, he has a boxing club. So now he got all these up and coming boxers, you know, training with him and his trainers. And he got a hand in that. I think Serena and Venus could do something very similar, have their own sports camp, have their own branding. Um, team or uh, management team for all these up and coming, um, specifically black um, and or brown women um, who want to be in sports, who want to be in tennis, and kind of just really take that route. 
Um, as we know, Money Mayweather is gonna be fighting soon, and so he's still in the game, but he he really he really just the business side right now. So I think that'll be a great um little pivot for Serena, and especially if she brings in her her sister um Venus in there, that's absolutely crazy. Um, really really impactful. I'm sure that's in the works, but man, I don't know. It might be that time. Outside of that, this past weekend, man, we had the All-Star Game. First of all, let me just say that the All-Star Game this year without a rookie versus sophomore game was trash. I don't – if you don't watch sports, then, sh you know, hey, fast forward to like six minutes. So I'm about to talk about this. This year, the rookies of the NBA have been absolutely immaculate. Shout out to young LaMetto Ball. If you know me, you know I'm a firm believer in big baller, okay, Big baller brand. Regardless of that, he is not signed with with his father's um, company. Big baller, LeVar Ball, is definitely the reason why that boy went um, as high as he did in the draft without playing college ball, leaving high school. It's definitely the reason why that boy is absolutely a monster. Um, so shout out to Big to big Baller, and I, I just want to support them. And Jello, if you ever hear this, baby, I'm yours. You feel me? Like, let's talk about it. Ah. I, I support you, Jello. I support you getting into the NBA. Do I think you're going to get in there? Mm. You know, I think you should try to go to Justin Combs route. You know, he's not a, really a musician or actor. He's not that cute. He really down low. What he going to do? Run his daddy business. Hey, go to Justin Combs right? Jello is not down low at all. I'm just saying, find your lane as the middle child. Anywho, going right back to it, the rookies, J.A. Morant, Melo. Trey Young, so many great rookies. This was going to be an immaculate game. And to have All-Star Weekend and give us the skills competition, but not give us the Neo versus sophomore game was absolutely trash. But outside of that, the All-Star game was absolutely amazing. LeBron James, Team LeBron James team has, has won um, four years straight. This is the second year that they did the 8 and 24 shot clock in the memories of Kobe Bryant, Long Live. <sighs> Damn, just take a moment. All right, that was eight seconds. God damn it, man. Kobe, we miss you. But anyway, the All-Star game was absolutely immaculate. And right before the All-Star game happened, we found out what Blake Griffin is traded to the Nets. And if you don't know anything about the Nets right now, they are absolutely stacked. They got Kyrie, they got James Harden, and they also have Kevin Durant. Now you add Blake Griffin. Now be clear, Blake Griffin is old as hell now. Um, he is not that same Blake Griffin that we loved in adored, who jumped over Kias and was like in all the different commercials, to be quite honest. I didn't even know the man was still playing, okay? But he went over and took his ass to the Nets, man. As a Laker fan, I am scared. Um, the Lakers are we, – we hurt right now. We we in limbo. Um, I don't know what our trades are doing, but they are not screaming out the Nets. Um, but it's also something to say about LeBron James and his abilities um, to win championships that you got to have four all-stars on your team to try to combat a man damn near his, about to be 40 years old. That's absolutely crazy. Um, but long live Laker Nation. Um, and we're going back to back, bitches. Uh, <laughs> so forget the Nets. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's the NBA All-Star, man. That's, the, that's all I got for sports right now because who cares? Let's go into the movies. The movies. Yo. Yo, 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 I know this is old. Judas and the Black Messiah has been out. You know what? I'm going to skip. I'm going to skip that. I'm going to go to the end because I don't want to go on a rant. For my Netflix fans, 
Uh, for anybody who loves politics, I'm a politic lover. I love knowing history, information, how things work, um, how society works, um, how legislation works, things of that nature. Um, but I don't really also always like reading legislation and things like that. Um, there's a good series um, narrated by Will Smith in a variety of black actors and actresses, them, them, theirs, and folks, black folks, F-O-L-X. Who are narrating these stories of these people, um, and it's also um, a, a wide variety. Uh, it's just pretty much a history lesson with all the celebrities in the world who are doing the monologues, um, taking on the personification of these um, historical figures: Lincoln, Sojourner, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, the forefathers. Um, a mint on Netflix. It's really, really good. Um, if you like that type of stuff, um, I've suggested it to some of my friends who teach in eighth grade and some high school kids um, in regards to teaching about politics. I think Amend, A-M-E-N-D, on Netflix is absolutely immaculate. Definitely check that out um, if you just want to learn a little bit something um, new and or um, if you just like to support Will Smith. <laughs> Secondly on Netflix, I'm going to say Behind Her Eyes. Yo, Behind Her Eyes is wild. I'm not really going to get into it because it's like so wild that you actually need to see it. Um, watch that, Judge. And then come back to my page and talk to me about it and let me know how you feel. Last but not least, you got Jenny and George. I have not honestly started watching this. My mom has been watching it like every single day. So I'm assuming that it's good because my mom hates uh, episode shows. She is a firm believer in movies. She wants to know the beginning to the end right there. So if she is watching a show that has multiple episodes, I know that it's good. Um, people have been talking about it. So I'm going to tap in. Maybe I'll tell y'all in April. Probably won't. Um, but that's something that to definitely watch on Netflix. Um, Amazon, um, Hulu has U.S. versus Billie Holiday. If you know anything about Billie Holiday, or or if you don't know anything about Billie Holiday, you've probably heard the song Strange Fruits, right? It's that strange fruits from the poppy trees swinging in the wind. Like, it's like the creepiest, saddest, like, song in the world that is talking specifically about lynching of black people in the South. Um, but the movie goes into... Um, the U.S. trial versus Billie Holiday. Um, and, you know, she died, you know, poor, you know, in prison. Um, people searching for her, um, just harassing her. Um, hashtag all black people who are trying to make something of themselves in the world, especially in America. Um, but it's a really, really good movie that really touches the soul. I think that black women, um, our stories are often mis, um, overlooked um, and missed. Um, and our importance and our impact. And um, that's definitely a movie that I would encourage you to watch um, just just because it's a great movie. Let's go into Amazon. Amazon Prime is killing the game right now. Um, it truly, truly is. I'm going to go into Coming to America. Coming to America just dropped this past weekend. I believe it was absolutely immaculate. It was everything that I needed it to be. It was good. It didn't try to go back too much. It didn't try to be overly funny. Um, I thought it was a great movie. Like me and my bae, we sat back, we looked at it, we laughed, we chuckled, um, we cracked up, we appreciated the designs, the set. Um, for me, I felt like the writers just looked at um, Wakanda and, um, and Black Panther movie and was like, we just going to take that jump right there. <laughs> we just going to adopt from there and put it over here. Um, especially like the little fight and scene with Eddie Murphy and his daughters. But that was a great freaking movie. You know what I cannot stand and what I learned throughout throughout life is you can't make black people happy. You can't. As a black diaspora, you cannot make black people happy in any way, shape, or form. 
they have been waiting 30 years for a goddamn coming to America. And as soon as it dropped, it wasn't even out for five minutes. And somebody was like, I don't like it. It ain't even funny. First of all, shut up. Shut up. Shut Just, Just shut up. Just shut up. Yes, yes, the fuck it is funny. It's Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall. Yes, it is funny. You're a liar. <laughs> You're a liar. You're not funny. Just say that. You're not funny. You don't have a sense of humor, and you can't chuckle. Let's just say that. You're a negative person, and you want to come on here to critique so that you can feel like you're better than everybody else, so that you don't feel you know, like you're a part of the wave that everybody says is good. You know, Some people like that, who just want to come out with some negative stuff to say just because they feel like that's just, you know, everybody else loves it, so I'm going to hate it. You're a hater. To the core, you're a hater. That was a great movie. It had everyone in it. I mean, my man, like I, I don't even give away the movie, but I've always said I would love to <laughs> to be in my own funeral. And now I have some ideas. Okay, that's all I gotta say. If I'm, if, if, you know, if, if if God's plan for me is 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 a long life, I pray it is. And I feel like I know when my time is up. Well, bitch, I'm gonna have my own funeral. <laughs> So I can see and make sure that shit is right. But Coming to America was absolutely hilarious. I loved it. Eddie Murphy did a great job. Arsenio Hall did a great job. Bringing in old characters, establishing new characters. The um, the the hidden messages of women empowerment and sexism and date rape and um, uh, ego and pride and um, community working together, understanding odds. All of that was in one movie, and it does it with a smile. It does it with a chuckle. You don't feel at any point throughout the movie that you're, like, being, you know, talked about. There was nothing about coronavirus. There was nothing about, you know, Black Lives Matter. Like, it was just a really good Black film that had nothing to do with trauma or stress, but just good vibes. And that is what we needed as a people. Thank you, Eddie Murphy. Thank you, Arsenio Hall. Shout out to Tyler Perry Studios <laughs> and probably the wig department who did their wigs um, because, you know, that was black magic right there. I'm going to talk about Judas and the Black Messiah. And I really wanted to talk about Judas and the Black Messiah before I talked about Come to America because Come to America was just such a positive movie. I want to talk about, if you haven't seen it, oh well, that's on you at this point in time. And, and, and I say that, and that kind of goes to a point that I was just about to make. I believe that the, the the directors and whoever owns it, the publishers of that movie, really did black people a disservice um, by putting it on HBO Max and uh, in the movie theaters. One, they know people ain't going to the movie theaters. And two, Negroes ain't got no goddamn HBO Max. Like, half of us got that hoe. But really? Like, Game of Thrones ain't on? Like, there's nothing on HBO right now to make us get that subscription, okay? That's how black people operate. Oh, power coming on? Oh, ghost coming on? All right, bet. We'll get stars for the season. Once the season's done, you cancel your subscription. There is nothing on HBO Max that is making black people go download it or pay $15 a month for it. So to put a great educational, immaculate movie about Chairman Fred Hampton of the Illinois Black Panther Party was a disservice. I truly believe a disservice because... There was only a, a small amount of people that were able to watch it and also wanted to watch it. There's a lot of conversation about, you know, I had a friend, um, a good um, alumni of mine who was, you know, who talked about the lack of support. They felt like it was just a lack of support of, you know, seeing the movie and going to going to see the movie and stuff like that. I mean, I, I, yes and no. Um, one. You're talking about the Black Panther Party. And so we know America's, you know, mentality or view on the Black Panther Party because of their lack of education. Um, and so it's not going to get that type of promotion, right? It's all black movie and it's historical and it, it is what it is. But also, 
um, if you know anything about history, you know what happens to Fred Hampton. You know what you if you know the story like I knew the story, it took you a minute to watch him because we are faced with things like that every single day, every single week. And so it's like, do I really want to sit down and watch two hours? Also watch that move with my band and multiple times, specifically towards the end. He was like, damn, can we turn it off now? And I'm like, hell no, we got to see how they play this out. But it was it was very triggering. It was very just like, dang man, like they hate us that much, bro. Like they hate us that much. And when you think about, um, you know, the fact that you know they shot him dead in the bed. You know what I'm saying? After believing he was going to survive, and the fact that annually police officers go to his gravesite and shoot it up, like like you, y- y- y'all killed him. Like <laughs> y'all killed him, and y'all dare go to that man's gravesite and disturb and disturb his peace like that. But that's how that's how deep white rage goes. And I want to be clear about this. White rage is only activated by black advancement. Okay? Put that on your shirt. White rage is only activated by black advancement. And black advancement means um, and it means of mattering, a black person that matters, a black person with confidence, a black person with a dream, a black person that dares to be human, that dares to, you know, live their life. As they should, as a full uh, human, um, that is what incites white rage, right? And so we really have to continue to recognize that that's what January 6th was, right? So let's go on transition into politics, man. Judas and the Black Messiah was a great freaking movie. You should watch it. It is very, very almost, you know, spot on historically. Lakeith did a great job. Daniel did a great job. Um, the mental health care that they need after that movie is definitely... Um, appreciate it and it's seen and the characters that they had to play. Um, and I hope those brothers are taking care of themselves and um, congratulations to Daniel for winning a Golden Globe for it as well. So shout out to Judas and the Black Messiah. It's a great movie. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Going into politics, man, we got a lot of things that we really, really, really need to be focused on and um, and thinking about, right? Um, so one, stimulus update. So we already know February 27th, they approved it. The House approved it. We know we got to go to the Senate. We'll see if it gets approved. They're talking about sending out that same $1,400 that we we talked about when we got that man in office. Then we get this man in office in, like, December. Like, when was the election? Was the election? When was the election? Was it January? Did I start a new year with Trump? Oh, Jesus. I can't even remember. Whatever. The election was a long-ass time ago, and we still ain't got no checks. Um, All I can say about Biden is fuck him. Fuck him and little Kamala. And um, they one term. We already knew we just had to get Trump out of office. But um, the next two years, we should be focused on our grassroots lobbying. So our senators, our the people in the House. Because at the end of the day, how many months has it been without them passing anything, right? We have to vote to take to, to, to put these people out. Nancy Pelosi, Mitch McConnell, all them old-ass 80-year-old used to sit in segregation, white and colored sections as senators and legislators need to get the fuck out. They really, really true to do. And that even goes down to our own. You know, Maxine is Maxine is lit. But hey, we need to really be attacking our our rep- House of Representatives and our senators in the next two years. And then in the third year of Biden administration, we as a as a people need to tell the DNC who we want as our Democratic nominee and then go from there. Um because these people are just really, really playing games with us. Um they yeah, they just playing games with us, man. So that's all I'm gonna say about that. Your stimulus should come hopefully in a March, uh, March 13th. Um, so if you got your tax, your taxes coming back, and you also got a STEMI check coming. Congratulations to you. You're balling. Um, invest it, save it, um, put it in some stocks, <laughs> buy some Bitcoin, and/or investment properties. Um, 
Another bill that is being introduced is the George Floyd bill. Um, and that is actually a really, really interesting bill for a number of reasons. First of all, um, it is, so the official name of it is HR 7120, right? The short title could be called the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act of 2020. Um, the act in the bill is to, um, to hold law enforcement accountable for misconduct in court. Um, to improve transparency through data collection and reform police training and policies. Um, as you know me, you know you cannot reform racism, especially when you have not identified it at the root. So until the American government says that the police departments are rooted in white supremacy and anti-darkness rhetoric, and from since we recognize that, we are then going to reform. Until they say that statement, I don't want to hear nothing about reform because you cannot reform racism. Um, but a little parts of the bill is police accountability, which in, they do attack qualified immunity, um, which is, you know, the ability to put the motherfuckers in jail when they kill us. Um, Law Enforcement Trust and Integrity Act, <laughs> whatever. Um, and then they also have some police transparency through data, the improvement of police training and policies, data collection, et cetera. Um, the Police Camera Act is very, very important, making sure that every police officer has to wear a camera um, at all times and to not have it as a mission of guilt. That is really big. It's sponsored by Karen Bass. Shout out to her um, in the house. And um, it's a really, really big bill. Um, that is that is a huge bill that we really need to focus on, that we really need to gather support on um, because they are fighting us. Like, they are fighting us in, in the system. Um, something else that we need to watch out for are voter suppression bills. There are over 220 voter suppression bills being introduced to the floor, which is to Congress, by Republicans. Um, and voter suppression means what? Voter suppression means um, putting obstacles and making it harder for you to be able to vote. So some of the things that they're trying to do is make it illegal, right? Make it a misdemeanor to hand out food and water to people who are standing in lines, right? That's what they're trying to make a misdemeanor. They're trying to um, close early voting on the weekends, right? They are trying to um, stop all mail-in ballots, right? Those are complete voter suppression because what what is the harm in giving food and water to somebody that's in line, right? Because we know that voter suppression also comes in the forms of um, a low number of voting machines in black neighborhoods and brown neighborhoods, right? You got three machines for a population of 3,000 that's supposed to come here, which is why you have those long lines, which is why people stand out there in the long lines and encourage people with food and water, right? This is the complete attack on black and brown votes, right? They could not believe that we flipped Georgia. They could not believe that we flipped Philadelphia like the way we did, and we was able to take Georgia and take Pennsylvania, um, damn near had Texas. Um, and so they are fighting us hard. And these are the type of things that we as black people have to got to focus on, um, making sure that you're calling your representative, make sure that you are tweeting about this, talking about this, because this is the type of stuff that our ancestors fought for. Your grandmother, your great grandmother walked for, you know, what I'm saying the right to be able to vote. And, you know, we talked about this all the time. You know, votes don't matter. That's incorrect. Unorganized votes don't matter. Us as a people, when we put our vote behind something and we say we're going to do it, we get it done. Hence Philly, hence Georgia. So uh, in Atlanta, in the surrounding areas about that. And so we really need to be organized and focusing on, one, the passing of the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act of 2020, but also making sure that the voter suppression bills do not pass in the House, um, in Congress, because that is going to be absolutely crucial to 2024's election when it comes down to mail-in voting, when it comes into ballots, when it comes into um, closing early voting on the weekend. Like, think about that. Why would you want to close early voting on the weekend? 
Like, like, why? The weekend is the free time for people. More people are going to be able to vote on the weekend than Monday through Friday because they're working, right? They don't want you to do that. <laughs> they, they don't want you to do that. They don't want any type of way that black people can mobilize their votes. Anytime we fix the system or we get legislation to address a problem, they always have found ways to um, loophole us, right? Black holes. No slavery, well, you black holes. No slavery, but unless you're convicted of a crime, right? Prison, uh, pr School to prison pipeline system. Like, they have always found ways to, um, they as in the people, the, the, the power, the control, the white supremacist institution, they have always found ways to um, go around, go around the truth. And we cannot be distracted. Like, we cannot be distracted. Um, and so that's something that we have to watch out for. Um, and also the George Floyd case, man. The George Floyd case, we know that that has started. Um, it's been on pause right now. So I'm going to go. I'm just, I, I hate giving anything without history, man. So I have to um, make sure that everybody who's listening to me is aware of the stuff that I'm even talking about right now. Um, and so as we know, George Floyd was a brother that was, you know, had, had the cop, the pig, the racist. Uh, had his knee on his on his neck um, for 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 eight minutes, right? And that was in um, January, February, March, April, May. That was in May 2000, 2020, right? George Floyd, forty six year old black man in Minneapolis, dies um, in police custody after he's pinned to the ground with the officer's knee on his neck while he's handcuffed, right? Um, we know on the twenty sixth of that same month, the cops were fired after the video was shown. Uh, we had protests from the twenty seventh. Um, all all the way until through the summer. Um, on the 29th, Derek Chauvin, the Minneapolis police, uh, racist pig, um, murderer, racist killer. Um, he the person who kneeled, he's charged with murder. They remember they 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 dismissed the third degree murder charge, um, which which will really put him in jail for a good little bit. Um, but the second degree and first degree murder charge remains. Um. The um in November, the judge orders that the all of the officers be tried together, which is very, very interesting. Um, and then um more recently the jury selection has started and it was delayed. Um, and the delay is very important, right? The delay is important because they are contemplating if they are going to bring back the third degree murder charge. Um, and that is huge. Um, like, oh, like huge, huge, huge. Um, because, uh, okay, so a third, a third degree, sorry, um, third degree murder, um, I'm, I'm trying to get my train to grow. It's a category of mur a murder that is the motherfucker go to jail, man. He'll go to jail with that. Like it, it carries a minimum sentence of things like eight to ten years and stuff like that. And so that's like how you know. Like all we need as a people is for one judge, for one jury to be bold enough to do what's right, which is convict these motherfuckers and put their asses in jail. Once you get one person in jail, one cop in jail, it is going to be the domino effect. All we need is one, um, and I'm I'm not gonna say I'm praying that this is the one because if you, to be black in this country is to know how the political system works, right? But this case is huge. Uh, it's been everywhere, so it's gonna be really hard to find juror, jurors that are completely just like don't know what what's happening. Minneapolis has a really interesting. Um, demographics in their city, their their mayor um, came out in support of Black Lives Matter, and so um, 
this is going to be interesting. It's also going to be a long time, so we got to stay focused on it. But, man, uh, we need to be prepared to do what we need to do um, if he is acquitted again. Um, and that needs to not include the burning of black neighborhoods and businesses. Uh, I just want to say that clearly. That should not include the looting, burning, damaging of black and brown businesses at all, period. Um, indoor to turn and burning down of black communities in general. Um, don't tear up you don't tear up your own house, man. Don't tear up your own house. Um, don't do that. Um, and so um that's how we're gonna end it, man. There's some things that we really need to watch out for. Things are happening very, very quick. <sighs> stay, stay, stay up on it, protect your heart, protect your energy per usual. Keep God first, keep him in all that you do. Uh, people are dying every single day, man. Like every single day I'm seeing long live or rest in peace and young people are leaving this earth every single day and so um if nobody has told you i love you i love you if no one's told you you're beautiful you're beautiful if no one's told you you're worthy you're worthy um and god has a plan for your life and so hey that's the end of this episode man make sure you share this like it um talk about it with your people talk about it with your family um make sure you follow me on instagram follow me on all platforms and we'll talk to you next month this has been What's Happening. You have a blessed and safe month.